you're tuned in to the Not Rude Honest podcast. My name is Nadia and this is where I talk about all things life and tell the uncensored truth as I see it. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Not Rude Honest podcast. Today I just want to have a bit of a chit chat about just everything that's been going on because I have quite a few thoughts. Now I'm not a big politics person. Um, I do believe that practically everything in our lives is political. So on some level, consciously or subconsciously, we are all engaging in politics. But for the purpose of this episode, what I'm talking about when I say politics is literally just political governments and how they have been operating recently. Now... I'm not going to mention any country or government specifically because I'm not about to have B613 looking for me. But I have a lot to say and I'm going to say it. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but right now things just seem a bit tense with every single government in pretty much every country. And I've actually noticed this trend since about 2016 again do your googles and you know what happened in 2016 and you may be able to follow this but ultimately i feel like since 2016 i've been hyper aware of what governments were doing and country leaders and when i say hyper aware it's not like i went looking for this information because it was so blatant and obvious more than i guess it usually would be I really couldn't avoid it. And also a lot of the decisions that occurred in 2016 actually impacted me personally. So yeah, I've just been a lot more involved, let me say, in what governments are deciding and what's just been happening in the political platforms globally. Um, Recently, what I personally have felt, and again, let me know if you felt the same, is heightened tensions between governments and their people and that has been very worrying for me because I don't know if you guys know but this generation our generation has pretty much been the generation that's had the most peace in terms of we haven't lived through you know crazy war times And I know some of you are thinking of the various wars and bombings even that have happened in the last, let's say, 20 odd years. And that's, my statement is not to negate those things. But again, if you do your Googles, if you know a bit of history, you realise that this has been an extended period of peace globally for the most part. That really is unprecedented in the history of essentially humankind that has been documented and for that reason I guess when I came to that realization I have been aware that we just can't continue like this I mean we'd love to and we'd love to even you know head towards more peace but the reality of the world and the reality of humankind is that that just isn't realistic So I've been very aware that sooner or later, something 
wild is due to happen that would end this era of peace that we have lived through. And in recent months, maybe since the pandemic started back in March 2020, I've just felt that that process may have been accelerated. Obviously, COVID has meant that many industries have had to close down. COVID has forced many governments to deal with literally unforeseen circumstances on a global level that most of them, if not all of them, were just not prepared for. And the result of the lack of knowledge or the inability to handle it in a way that everybody deemed appropriate has left a lot of citizens unhappy, disgruntled, financially unstable. Like COVID has really affected a lot of people, which is why for me personally, when I hear people complain about having to stay home or complain about having to wear masks, it makes me understand the level of privilege such people are living in and how little they are aware of what's happening around them. COVID has impacted so many people in such negative ways that staying home and wearing a mask really doesn't even scratch the surface. There are people who have lost their homes. There are people who have lost their incomes. There are people who have lost multiple family members. There are people who have lost their mental health. There are people who have lost just so much that they wish the only problem they had was to have to stay at home or to wear a mask. And when I see people complaining about that, and I do understand, you know, when you live in an environment where freedom for you is commonplace and the only thing you have to worry about really is your daily routine instead of your survival, it is very easy to see lockdowns and mask wearing and vaccines as restrictions. But there are a whole bunch of people who wish that that was the only way in which COVID had impacted them. Because even prior to the pandemic, they were living in survival mode. And the pandemic has only further threatened that survival. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Not Rude Honest podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and NotRudeHonest.com. As I said, I'm not going to mention any specific governments or any specific political figures because, again, B613. However, as I've already addressed these two events on my platforms, I'm going to go ahead and use them as examples. So, as most of you already know, in 2020, there were quite a lot of protests, most notably the Black Lives Matter protest and the NSARS protest. Now, using those two issues as examples, these are not issues that started during the pandemic. These are not issues that started five years ago, 10 years ago. These are issues that have been going on for a very, very, very long time. And I wouldn't even say they came to a head in 2020, but 
something shifted. And I think one of those things was hitting a limit to how much we could tolerate as a people. I feel like there are a lot of issues around the world and a lot of people around the world who have hit that same limit to how much they can tolerate, to how much their survival can be threatened on a daily basis. And once you hit that limit, as a collective, there really is no saying what will happen or what the result of that is. And one of the things I worry about the most is war. Because, as you know, I believe that violence is necessary to solve issues in some instances. However, the problem with war is that the way war works is there will be a lot of innocents who suffer because of war. There will be a lot of women who suffer because of war. When there is a war going on, it's never just about the war itself. There are people who are out here fighting for, you know, whatever it is that caused the war. There are people out here who are defending themselves from the war. But there's a whole bunch of people who are just here to create chaos and destruction. Those people are not here for a cause. Those people are not here for, you know, whatever it is that the problem is or for the betterment of the country or the society or whatever it is. They are just here for chaos and destruction. And those people historically have caused unimaginable harm to innocent people who are not fighting the war, who are just trying to survive the war. And that's what I worry about. Because although I understand that war and violence is necessary to solve certain problems, it is those people who are not protected and do not have a defence against people who are just out here to create chaos. Those are the people that I worry about most. If you pick up arms and decide to fight for a particular country, that's a decision you've made, you know what you're getting yourself into, and you're going to go and face that. But there are so many people who will be affected in every way as a result of war that really just didn't want no parts. And what I feel is a lot of tension in the world on a political level, on a civil level. I just feel like the tension could lead to the end of our era of peace. And that is frightening. It really is. Because when I hear people talk about war, they address it like a very flippant thing that, you know, yeah, we're just going to do dot, 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 and we're going to get results. Wars last for years. And after the war is over, reconstruction, rebuilding lasts for years. Poverty, starvation, famine, you know, disease is rampant in times of war. And not to mention the psychological effects of war. These are all things that will last way beyond the war itself. And in my opinion, there should be a way to solve such problems 
in a way that those marginalised and unprotected communities become protected and are safe. Unfortunately, history has shown us that that just isn't the way the world works. And that is the reason why, again, as I said earlier, I am hyper aware of what's happening in governments. Even though I'm not following the ins and outs or the day-to-days of what governments are getting up to, I am feeling and seeing the impact on citizens across the world and what those citizens are expressing via social media, just online in general, what I am seeing and feeling is a heavy amount of tension, a heavy dissatisfaction with the way governments are running their country and the lack of safety that so many people feel. And those failures and those feelings come from governance. So what I feel like is most likely is, you know, civil wars, is civil unrest, civil disruption. And the small people, aka the civilians, are the ones who are impacted most both ways. It's literally being stuck between a rock and a hard place. And a decision at some point will be made. And another thing that I worry about is the domino effect that occurs. And that's what we saw in these protests. They started in one place and they spread because the issues that we're all facing globally is not just this country or that country or this city or that city. It's global. There are people dying of starvation globally. There are people unemployed globally. There are people unhappy with governments globally. There are people whose daily livelihood is being threatened globally. And for that reason, I do feel like it may have a knock-on effect. And I think that's what I noticed the most in 2016 and in recent years. It's the fact that it's not just that country over there has a problem. It's that country over there has a problem while we have our own problem, while they have their own problem, all at the same time. And that is what's truly worrying about the times that we're living through. I didn't say all this to scare you or whatever. Like, I'm literally just stating my observations. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not big on politics. I have not followed every single thing that's happened. I am probably missing all the nuance involved. But I am forming my opinions from my personal observations and from the history that I do know and the politics I do know, which is quite little. But again, that's what I've just been feeling. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to just discuss it and bring it to a bigger platform. I would love to hear opposing views. I would love to be told that I'm completely wrong and that, you know, peace will reign for another God knows how many years. I would love to hear that. So if that is the reality, please bring it to me. It will give me and everybody else, I'm sure, peace of mind. However, if that isn't the case and I am actually right, then I feel like we should start framing our minds to make things better in any which way we can. And it might be a small way, but I do feel like it's small steps that lead to big changes. So if you have any influence and are able to do anything to promote civil peace and just world peace, then please put that in action. 
because none of us want to live through a war. We just don't. There's nothing cute or pretty about war, during or after. That's all I have for today. Um, I hope I haven't brought you down too much. Um, if you do have any comments or anything, as usual, hit me up on Twitter at NotRude underscore Honest. And I will see you in the next episode. In the meantime, take care and be safe. Before you leave, subscribe at NotRudeHonest.com for the latest news and exclusive freebies. You can also find at NotRudeHonest on all your favourite social media platforms. <laughs>